Battle of the Blues round one went to North Carolina. Why is Armando Baycott saying the ACC rolls through him now? We'll talk about just how good the heels are feeling. More importantly, John Shire, should he be called into question by his coaching style? And then there's a coaching search that's going up, down, really up in Chestnut Hill. Is it Bill O'Brien? Is he the answer for the Eagles? We'll talk about all of that here on Locked on ACC. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, joined by Kenton Gibbs of Locked On Wolfpack. Each and every day, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you download, subscribe to the pod from anywhere that you listen in the audio space, as well as subscribing on our YouTube channel. We are so close to 2,000 subscribers. It's not even funny. We're at 1,900. I feel like you can tell 99 of your friends to go ahead and get in on the action. So if you have not yet, our everydayers, our sometimers, and even our first-timers, let somebody know that you listen to Locked on ACC so they can hit that subscribe button and we can party with our 2K friends. Kenton, how are you feeling? How was your weekend? I'm feeling great. And my weekend was, I mean, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I, I got some uh, free calamari. and You can never hate that. You can never Calamari, they can never make me hate you. I just want you to know <laughs> if there's any octopus squid anything in that family that they put some heat to near me in the words of rick ross i'ma eat it so long story short great weekend great weekend for me all righty you never know what you're going to get out of kenton here on this show but there's going to be some sort of food and music reference involved so there's that. There was a great weekend if you like Battle of Blues and enjoy basketball. North Carolina and Duke took on each other as a top 10 matchup. North Carolina ended up coming out with the victory, and it was a handed victory. Hand, they won handedly. There's my word for the day. In beating the Blue Devils in Chapel Hill, it was all the rage for everyone who says that North Carolina is a wine and cheese crowd. That is certainly not what you got on a Saturday early evening. It was very much high octane, high energy, almost as if they were in that small gym in Durham, North Carolina, but it was all Tar Heels. And I think, you know, when you talk about RJ Davis being the crux and the, the pinnacle for that team, why not Armando Baycott remind us that you've been here seven years and it's about time that you had a breakout game and what a more perfect time than on February 3rd. You know, there comes a point in time where that, that moment comes for everybody. Right. Where you just stick around long enough, where you just hang around long enough and you get your one shiny moment. Right. Armando Baycott in a, a program that's so storied and a program with bigs like James Worthy and Psycho T and company coming through. She Wallace, you know, many others. He's the all time leading rebounder, all time leading double double guy. But many people felt like he's the Dak Prescott of college basketball. It's empty calories. He does it against nobodies. He can put on a show against BC, but baby, when it's time to go, in the words of Rimble, will he perform and he's got money right in front of him? The answer was still out. The answer was not, it wasn't definitive. And I'm still gonna leave this game saying, it's not definitive, <laughs> but he put on a performance 
that moved him towards, yeah, damn right I will, being the answer up there in, in Chapel Hill. Wait, 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 wait. You're about to sit here and tell me that Armando Baycott still didn't do oh, here enough? Go. Here we go. Here we go. Against Mr. Kyle Filipowski that's supposed to be NBA ready, who only returned for the glitz and glam, and you really want to be part of Duke basketball? You're mean to tell me head-to-head that Armando didn't son this man. The charge is not that Armando did not play well in this game. I said he moved the needle much closer to a definitive Armando will perform when there's money right in front of him. When there's when it's a big time player in front of him, it's barbecue chicken time. He moved the needle closer. I'm not gonna say he's there. I'm not. You're still hey, not listen. convinced that he can have an NBA caliber type of career. He has not convinced me or shown me over the top. And, and this is, again, phenomenal player. Like I talked about, record holder at one of the most illustrious basketball schools in the world's over, right? He did, That's who he is. And yet, can you name me three games where you feel like this was a big game, Armando Baycott took it over, not including last night? And he's took been there. over? Or Where was a key see, contributor? No, 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 no. Took it over. Because last night. We have to with this team. But that's the thing. We can say that Saturday night, he took that game over. We, you, we can agree to that, right? On the I board. I'd give that, that game to Harrison Ingram. But when you talk about impact player, I would have given it to Harrison over Armando. I'm on both sides of the floor. Defensively and offensively, I would argue after watching that game that there were stretches where Armando took over, where it was Armando's court and everybody else is there. You've Mm -hmm. seen players like, for for example, last year, Isaiah Wong. You could name multiple games where it was like he may not have been the leading scorer, but there was a stretch where that game was his game. And everybody was existing in Isaiah's world while he was doing his deal, right? We can agree that we've seen that from some of these players. I'm asking, when have you seen that from Armando Baycott in a big game with a big-time player in front of him? You didn't feel like Tennessee he did that, the Tennessee game? I, and, and that's the thing. I think Tennessee had a very good game. I think he had a very good game with Tennessee. But I'm saying – Clemson, he didn't do that against P.J. Hall? Mm, All right. I'm, mm, I'm asking. I'm I don't asking. know. I don't know. That's a, I, I'm not sure if I can eat Clemson. I'm not I'm sure – I'm not sure if I can give you Clemson. Okay. But that but that right there is my point exactly. When you think Against about DJ Bird, okay. DJ Burns is a big time player. With all okay. due respect. With all due respect. So what we have seen against him. All, right. all, all right. now. All, all right. right now. All right. We ain't doing no body shaming on this show. We ain't doing that. Go for it. We ain't doing that on this show. But the reality is, again, I'm I'm all I'm all for. You know, giving him his love in this fly. Like I said, he dominated this game. I and you're right. Harry Ingram stepped up and he dominated too. He dominated at multiple points in this game as well. I'm saying Armando's been there for how many years? And how many performances do you think of where you said, Boy, I'll tell you what, if you throw in the average power forward or center in for him in that game, there's no way. Hmm. There's no way that they get to that they get this win. Right. 
I think last night was one of those games. I, I really Saturday don't. night, yeah. Mm-hmm. Saturday, yeah. Saturday night was one of those games. So the so the ACC runs through Armando is what he said. And you know, any other time, I'd be like, "All right, calm down." But when you're sitting at the top, all you could do is look down and say, "Where everybody at?" This is the equivalent to Jalen Milrow saying, "Give me that Heisman after throwing the hail mary against Auburn." All right. Stop it. But he's actually the best. Stop his it. team is the best. His team is the best. And Bama was the best in the SEC. It still don't mean that, that he deserved the Heisman. It still don't mean that the is ACC. Georgia the best? The ACC runs through, technically, no. Georgia was undefeated in conference. So was Bama. They okay. were they were okay. neck and neck. Okay. I, this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The ACC runs through Chapel Hill. I get that all okay. day, every day. Okay. All day, every day. The ACC does not run through Armando Baycott. Brother. Okay. Give it a rest. Knock it off. You're not the best person on his team. That and that's the that's what I'm. Hey, right, I'm, I'm asking. N- no. Say it with no. your chest. Okay, all right. No, I'll I'll say it with my chest, my arm, my leg, my toe, I'm my knees, my back, you. my whatever you need me to say it with. Armando's not the best player on that team. What are we doing here? Okay, I'm asking questions. And I'm giving answers. <laughs> I'm giving answers. You see how I did that definitively? And I'll answer it definitively again if you need me to. And again if you need me to. And 100% of the time, until I get some information from him, that changes my mind multiple times. And again, this ain't a disrespect to him. Like I said, the ACC runs through Chapel Hill. There's no argument about that right now. Yeah. None. Yeah. None. Honestly, honestly, we could have a conversation as maligned as he has been if Hubert Davis takes this team where everybody thinks that he is going to take this team at the end of the year, there is a very serious conversation for all of college basketball runs through Chapel Hill. That's that's a very serious conversation to have. Ooh, we I love those type of conversations. That helps me get it. You know, truly, true joy. Today's episode, as I remind you, is brought to you by LinkedIn these days. Every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. That's why you got to tap into LinkedIn. Helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you got to do is go to linkedin.com slash locked on college, post your job for free. Terms and conditions may apply, but LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process quick. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Go to linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free today. Talking with Kenton Gibbs about North Carolina Duke, great matchup. A lot of people are high on Heber Davis, which you should be if you're truly a basketball head. If you're someone who's casual, cool too. He outcoached John Shire, which a lot of people were giving him criticism throughout, you know, his re- his most early tenure, saying that he couldn't, he didn't really know the X's and O's very well, couldn't call a timeout or call too many timeouts, or it was just it was never the right time or good enough. But I'd argue that for John Shire, that was the worst showing as Duke's head coach because frankly, 
your guys weren't ready. They weren't pumped. They weren't excited. And we've given a lot of criticism to Duke about playing on the road. And they've shown us a couple times that they're able to, you know, capitalize on away moments or neutral courts. But really, their, their bread and butter is playing at home in front of that crowd. But it seemed as if they just didn't know how to really step up into this what is the Duke-UNC battle of the Blues. And it was just start to finish a sort of lackluster performance. Did I? And, and you know the crazy part about this? I outcoached John Shire in that game. Oh, my did, God. Did we not say, did I not say on this show, and anybody who's a listener, go back and listen. What did I say Duke needed to make this game in order for Duke to get a win? Contain R.J. Davis. Slow it down. Grind it out. If you gave this game that track meet on hardwood feel, the stars would star, and y'all don't have the star power to keep up. Mm-hmm. You did low and low. Do, 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 do. Oh, I don't know. A smooth 180 points combined later, UNC comes out with a 10 point win. John, the recipe was there. I know you don't listen to Locked on ACC because we gave you the recipe. We told you what you needed to do. It wasn't back to track me. It was a track me to the point where I think Armando did a a foul just to get a break. The under under 12 timeout was calling his name and he needed it bad. I'll tell you what, I saw Noah Lyles out there running the way that them boys was on that track. You have got to slow the game down if you know that your star power doesn't match their star power, but you have depth that beats their depth. And I know that that's counterintuitive. I know a lot of people would say, well, if you've, if you've got less stars, just run them until their stars get tired. UNC has shown again and again and again that their star, hey, the conditioning is elite. Their basketball condition, uh, amazing, phenomenal. They can go six, seven deep and be just fine with that. So your goal should not be to wear them out. It's make it hard. Don't give anything easy. This ain't just a go, 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 everything we do, fast pace. Because if you give the easy buckets, if your argument is, hey, here's the easy buckets, they'll make more of those than you, which is what they did. But if you slow it down and say, you know what? Take your time down. Let Armando catch his breath. But when he gets there, two of us will be waiting on him. Because you know... For me, a lot of times with Armando, it's a study long, study wrong type approach. When he just goes and plays his game, he is sharpshooter, right? When he has to think about it, when he starts to question himself, when he sort of does a juke move a couple of times, it's like, mm, you overthought it, and now here we are. So if they had maybe taken a Virginia approach, right, Tony approach, and decided to just pace it and make them earn every bucket, we could have been talking about a whole different outcome, but that was certainly not the case. It was just high octane for North Carolina start to finish. I will say Duke didn't have a whole lot of newbies to this. And that's what makes it also frustrating for me. And if I was a blue devil fan, because you didn't have people that are unfamiliar with how battle of the blues goes. You didn't have a lot of people who don't know the hype and significance around the situation or who don't want to avenge the huge losses that that they experienced during that final four run. Right. Right. So to me, why is McCain the best person on your team? Why is he shooting? Like he went, I mean, he went federal. I ain't going to hold you. Yeah. My boy went federal. Kyle Filipowski had like two flashes where I was like, that was NBA move. Good job, young man. But other than that, you look kind of crazy. I mean, hey, the, the TikToker found his rhythm, okay? He said, I can do more than shake my hips. I can do more than that, okay? I can find hey. my way. 
I can find my way there. But I think that the biggest story of this game was more so than anything else. I mean, North Carolina shot it well from deep. Duke did not. That's that's the biggest thing. And like I said, had you slowed that game down, had you made it tough and said, you know what, we will sacrifice some of our easy offense to make it harder on y'all, they would have been just fine. They would have been just fine. But instead, they went ahead and said, oh, it's okay. We'll figure it out. We'll get to say, and like you said, Shire was out coached because at no point did he stop and say, okay, this strategy ain't working. This strategy, this, this go, go, go style, you know, I, it, the worst part about this is I can understand if this was a situation where that's who bought Duke to the dance per se, right? Like that's what got that's them theme this year. This is that's your theme this year. Well, because it's the truth. There's too many people that get to the dance and then change up who they are. And I love me some Frank Sinatra. He said, don't forget. Don't forget who bought you to this dance. Okay. Don't forget which TikTok got you rolling. Like, you know. If you, if you a triple option team, if you are a wing T team, why you want to go spread when you in the conference championship? That's not you. You're, you're trying to be somebody different. Give the you're basketball be- people a basketball reference. Come on. If you are a a grit and grind like the Memphis Grizzlies used to be team, why are you doing Phoenix Suns, D'Antonio, upbeat, basketing under eight seconds off it? That's not you. Mm, mm. You're trying to be somebody totally different. What are you? Does Duke not have an identity? I think that they do. Mm -hmm. But I think that they tried to get out of their identity for this game. And that's the problem. Mm. Or they did not establish their identity, rather. They What's Duke's because, identity? I think that their identity is, hey, we've got stars and we've got depth, but the main thing we've got is we've got defense. We've got guys who will defend, who will do what needs to be done to slow it down and make this hard on And they did not do that in this game. Stars. Mm, I, I, I don't know about that star word. It's getting Listen, dicey. Philipowski is getting a star. Dicey. Is Flip a is a star. He's is a star. He a star or Flip is he is a just star. a built Duke model of, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't I know. mean, he, he does. He, it's the prototype. He's very much so a Duke guy. Very yeah. much so a Duke guy. In singer stir, he is a Duke man. Yeah. Proctor, he is not a star. Sorry. Jeremy Roach can be a star when he wants to be, but yeah. it's going to be one every eight games, and we don't have time for that. Season ain't long enough. And like I talk about, like I, the same thing, I don't. I know a lot of people think that oh, Ken just hates the the heels so much that he can never be fair to them. But I apply the same metrics to everybody. If you are talking about what this game was about and what it wasn't, at the end of the day, somebody had to show up and star for you or for Duke the way that they did for UNC. Somebody had to show up and on both sides say, "Hey, I got it. I'll make it easy on you." I'm going to make this thing real simple on you and what you need to do. They didn't have that. They did not have that guy that that made it just really tough. And don't get me wrong, Filipowski got his. He did his deal offensively. But when I look at the totality of this game mm-hmm. and I say, okay, what was the difference? What is the thing that this came down to? Filipowski was not ready for the to have his moment. He was not ready to be the star in this game when it mattered most. When winning time hit, he was not making winning plays. Meanwhile, Harry Ingram was. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you know, we I talked so much about the fact that, hey, when you play UNC, you've got to know certain things. You've got to know 
Elliot Cadeau is not a scoring option that you like need to worry about. Seriously, he's just not at this point in his career. He's not. Mm-hmm. He's not. Mm-hmm. And yet, because they played him like he was, because you said, "Oh, Harrison Ingram, that's just Dennis Rodman." He said, "Oh, I got those up. I got enough. I got enough in the back." And, and all of a sudden, he drops twenty. It was a game where the other guys had to step up. And they did for UNC, they did for Duke, and also the Stars. The Stars didn't make winning plays. So, you know, it is what it is, but I will say this. Shire and that conversation about his coaching, I think that it's very interesting that they were having conversations about Hubert's coaching after missing the tournament when he's been to a national championship. He's now coaching a team that seems to be looking like they're going to steamroll their way there. And yet. Only one of those coaches is having a conversation about who's not. And don't get me wrong. It was an absolute, it was an abject failure to start off the season as number one and not make the tournament. Absolutely. thousand percent. But I'm just saying, he ain't the only one. That conversation need to be had about the trial. <laughs> Multiple. All right. We got to talk about some football here because we all know that that can sometimes be our bread and butter. But if you got thoughts around North Carolina and Duke, we would love to hear them as well as maybe the Super Bowl. Neither of our teams are going, but we would certainly like to hear how excited you might be for those happening this Sunday. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about us. You're scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snack and placing some bets. How long will Usher's performance be? How long will the person sing the national anthem? What is it going to be, heads or tails? Who's scoring the first touchdown? You can all get all of that at Super Bowl 58. But FanDuel has those bets. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOnCollege to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Locked on to sign up today and make every moment more with America's number one sports book and the official partner of the NFL. We're finishing up this thing here. Boston College is on the search because if you didn't know and haven't listened, Jeff Halfley decided to go to Green Bay to be the defensive coordinator. He is tired of the game that is college athletics and college football. He doesn't want to play the NIL game, and I don't blame him. It's stressful. He doesn't have time to do X's and O's. It's more about pay me, pay me. Cool. It's your business. But the people in Chestnut Hill need a leader, and they feel like that leader might be Bill O'Brien. Why? You know? Why do you Local like energy use of the area, right? Uh, Recruiting has, has worked with some of the greats. I'm not finding it. What has Bill O'Brien done or Bill O'Brien? Alabama. Okay. The Patriots, the Texans. I'm going to say that. You know what Bill O'Brien did for the Texans? All right. You know what he did for the Texans? He traded away one of the best receivers in the game for, David Johnson, who never rushed for, I believe, was over 500 yards a game in the second-round pick because he was upset that the mother of his children and his family were at the facility. Wow. You know, that's his business. There's a reason. He wants to be a pro head coach. There's a reason he's not. There's a reason he's not. Every year when the coaching carousel comes around, you hear a couple of coaches. You hear some coaches that are always kind of – hanging on in the background, you know. Oh, yeah, this team's chatting with this person, this person, this person. And the third person is a person that you know they're not going to hire. You know good and darn well. 
that person's just kind of there, you know? Well, you know, before he went to Washington, Sam Belichick was on the list, in my opinion. That should have been more looked out, sought after. I, again, I just, I. The mullet. How could you not love the mullet? Okay, go ahead. I mean, I don't want anybody from Bill Belichick's coaching tree if I'm looking for success. Brable. Who from his coaching tree has a good hire for Boston College? I'm just saying. Vrabel's, Vrabel's never coached under uh, Bill Belichick, so he's not part of his coaching tree. That would have been a good hire. Don't for he know him? Don't he? Don't they? they know he him? played under. He played okay, under Belichick, but he doesn't. He not from that coaching tree. Okay. That coaching tree. If you coach with Belichick, Mike McDay or Josh McDaniels, rather, trash, basura, garbage, nothing. Yeah, Bill O'Brien. What has he done to garner all these jobs? I, he got to be the greatest interviewer there ever was. He got to be the greatest interviewer on this side of Mississippi because I have never been impressed with that man, and yet he stays in contention, stays in the running for these jobs. I, you know, Boston College, baby, honey, sweetie, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You deserve so much better. You do. De- you deserve better than Halfley. Yes. And you damn sure deserve better than O'Brien. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know at the end of the day they're going to find somebody I don't think they're going to be the worst team in the ACC but there's a whole new docket of friends now that you know just take your pick who could be yeah, having yeah. having a, a tough season Stanford could be in that mix right right you know what Wake Forest is going to be we don't know so there's a lot of people vying for opportunities to elevate their game that just might not it might, it might be an off one North Carolina Duke like, let's keep it a bay. We've been talking about them all show. There's plenty of people with struggling, struggling, you know, pass forward. So they're going to be mean, right in the mix. I, I agree. I agree. And they got Castellanos, who, again, Thomas Castellanos is a star. He, he is said the type he's of standing spin toes and he's going to stay. Brother. Oh, right. Run. Get away from that program. Get away from that program. Did you hear what Bill O'Brien told his former quarterbacks? He's got the same Zay Flowers energy of loyalty to the program, the school, all of that. Let me tell you something. I'm not yeah. a Jalen Milrow fan. Okay. I don't I don't think, you know, I think the best thing about him is letting they say or no. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal clothing brand name. You keep up the good work. I don't think much of him as a player. But Bill O'Brien saying, I don't know how to coach a quarterback like you. To now be the head coach of a team with Thomas Castillo. Yeah, that could be tough. That could be tough. That would be challenging. In the words of my ever so talented, ever so lovely co-host, I'm trying to find it. I'm trying. But I don't see it. You can give me the treasure map from Uncharted. You can give me the maps that Indiana Jones used to use. You can give me map quests. You can give me ways. You can give me Apple Maps. You can give me every single navigational system that there's ever been. And I can't find not nary a reason to in the year of our Lord and Savior 2024 bring in Bill O'Brien. I, I, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm, I'm done with it. I don't want to go give him more time to that guy. <laughs> I see. It's got you riled up. Bill is not the guy. But if you guys know the guy, please let us know. Because if you haven't listened to lots on Boston College, AJ Black is our guy who gives us up-to-date moments for the Boston College Eagles. And so he certainly has those conversations swirling. I do want to say, Ken, before we get out of here, 
you know, it's one thing when we do these alignment episodes, it always causes a little tussle, right? Folks really felt bad for me because, uh, you know, the ACC is down bad. And I'm like, you should feel bad for me. Feel bad that we have had a great league for quite some time. And JP is going to take us down because I even still, you know, when we talk about basketball and the fact that they're thinking only three of our programs on the men's side deserve to be in the NCAA tournament is ludicrous. It's ludicrous. The fact that we have to fight, Mm -hmm. fight for Virginia, fight for Virginia basketball to be in the NCAA. Come on now. Come on now. And every year, does the ACC not get in the tournament and act a fool? Every time. He said, we're – Coach Capel, perfect example. You know, not too much on Capel on this show. But my dog said. Besides the big suits. Get them suits tailored. Get them. Nip it in. Here we go. You put us in the tournament, we beat a Big 12 team. You put us in the tournament, we beat who was in front of us. Miami went to the Final Four. Like, what more can we show you other than beating these programs that we're more than capable? And the ACC really is top dog entertainment when it comes to men's college basketball. I, To me, you know, my I, I want to quote my teacher, Vicki Green. Uh, from Cash Tech. She, she told me a quote that I'll never forget. And I know it wasn't from her, but she's a person who talked to me. And so I, I credit it to her. The greatest predictor of future behaviors is the past. Mm-hmm. Now, when I look at what the ACC has done time and time and time and time and time again in that tournament, I don't see how you don't give ACC teams that are on the bubble the benefit of the doubt. I don't see how you do this is a conference that has constantly done their deal. You stop talk about my stop letting metrics rule the roost. I get the nerds got- out of sports. Get those nerds, get those analytics, get those metrics away from my sports. When can we start judging heart, talent, want to, guts, chutzpah? I don't know. I don't know. We need a committee for that. Get the guys with pocket protectors <laughs> and really big buy and trifocals. Keep those guys away from my sports. Because at the end of the day, sometimes you just got to watch and say, that boy got that dog in him. Okay. That boy got that dog in him. And it means something. It means something. Okay. You can say it doesn't. You can say, and you can say, well, oh, this team didn't perform well in the NIT. They didn't want to be there. (laughs) They didn't want to be there. (laughs) When you put these teams in the tournament, they do well for a thousand percent agree. We've got more basketball conversations to happen over this week. We'll get you a lot and loaded and squared away as well, of course, always with advisory groups, football talk, realignment, and more. So you don't want to miss that. Please stay locked in. You know it's going to be a long offseason where we got to go over all of your football schedules. So make sure you tell a, tell a friend to tell a friend that get that YouTube subscription up to 2K and we will love you forever. Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs. Until next time.